In 2020, we had stimulus money get pumped into the economy from the government, going to individuals and businesses. So the question for this episode, two years later, is going to be, was it worth it? So let's weigh the pros and cons in this episode. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. Stimulus money came in different ways in 2020. It was to help businesses to be able to pay employees so they could stay in business, real estate owners to be able to pay lenders, as well as just giving money to individuals and families to just help them with their bills when COVID hit because you had economic uncertainty from the pandemic. So let's say you've got $1,200. You're an individual and you met the stimulus money requirements, you got $1,200 from the government. The question is, was it worth it? So let's start by looking at the pros of the stimulus money being handed out from the government. First, it helped a lot of businesses stay in business as well as keep paying employees and not have as many layoffs. It helped people and families who may have lost a job have some money to be able to pay the necessary bills. This help money to continue to circulate ultimately in the economy because people kept spending even if it was at a lower amount. So one could argue, and this is the main pro, that it kept the economy from spiraling downward out of control really fast, primarily in the short term. Businesses didn't have to lay off as many people and they found a way to continue to keep their doors open in the long term. There weren't as many foreclosures that there could have been because real estate lenders got their payments or they had some loan forgiveness. And ultimately, the individual just maybe was able to survive a little bit longer with $1,200 or $2,400, however much you received, put into your pocket. So that's the main pro of the stimulus money, which is what its purpose was, is to just keep the economy moving. We didn't want some massive recession that could have even led to a depression And so that was the reason the government ultimately printed this money and sent it to the people and businesses that qualified. So there are definitely pros from the stimulus package one one could see from keeping the economy alive. But now let's look at some cons. Anytime money is being printed, let alone $900 billion, you have to know that there's going to be repercussions. And this basically happens from inflation and taxes. Some have been calling this what is called transitory inflation, which basically means it's a short-term inflation period and it won't last, only last a few months or a few years or something like that. That doesn't seem to be the case we are in. I I think last month was our first month where inflation went down, but that's only because it went from like, I'm going to get these numbers wrong, but like 9.1% to 8.6% or something like that. So 
yeah, the number went down, but we're still really inflating. So it's tough to really call this transitory inflation because the feds are actually saying that they're probably going to be increasing the uh, interest rate coming up in late September. So that means they're still trying to really fight this inflation that has been happening. Now, I do want to say that both parties have printed a lot of money. Republicans have done their damage and Democrats have done their damage. So it isn't like one party's fault. I know a lot of people want to play the blame game there. And this is just know that this is not a political episode at all. Both parties have printed money. Some can justify maybe more than others to each individual's opinion. What we'd want to do in this episode is just look at the things we can take away for our financial literacy. Now, some of the inflation definitely came as a result of supply chains being shut down, which raised the cost of everyday items like food. And we talked about that in a recent episode of how consumer price inflation has really spiked because supply was shut down during COVID from the pandemic and demand rose. So average daily items that you may buy at the grocery store spiked up in price because they couldn't keep up with demand or they didn't have the supply. And so that is definitely a reason for inflation. But you could also argue that not as much stuff would have been bought if the stimulus package didn't come out, which would in turn likely lower the demand and increase the supplies of certain items, not inflating the price as much. I remember when 2020 hit and people really couldn't go on vacations, what happened? The cost of building supplies went up. Wood, lumber, roofing costs, whatever it is, people had their own projects. Maybe they were working on at their house or they were hiring contractors to level up their house because they couldn't use the money that they intended for vacation that year because of COVID. So they used it for things uh, around the house and that was their vacation money, so to speak. But would as much have been spent if the stimulus money hadn't gone out? And I don't have an exact number for this, but really to give the example of the con that I'm talking about, what if I told you that giving you a $1,200 or $2,400 stimulus check ended up equaling $500 per year extra in cost of living? So let's just say your cost of living you're a single dude, you're a single gal, and your cost of living is $20,000. Well, what if I told you getting that $1,200 stimulus check one year led to your cost of living going to $20,750 the next year, just off inflation, and then it kept going up, and now it's $21,500 for cost of living? That would have already canceled out the money that you would have been given, so to speak, from the government with the stimulus money. I actually think that it's probably a conservative number being at $500 or $750 per year when looking at the cost of housing with things like rent, gas, food, not to mention everything else. So with that being said, would that be worth it? Is it worth it to have money handed out to you? Whatever the circumstances is, we can justify it however we want by saying, oh, we need it from the pandemic. But financially, is it worth it for somebody to have money given to them if the cost is increased to where ultimately 
you net a loss from it in the long run. Hopefully that makes sense how I'm explaining it, but another way to look at this is one could almost see a stimulus check as bad debt. Because what is bad debt? You take on money or you're given money, but it doesn't make you money in the long run. You're only paying interest on it. With a stimulus check, essentially, you get a short-term loan, just like a credit card would give you. You can swipe a credit card and buy whatever goods and items you need. Same thing with the stimulus check. You get a short-term loan, but that money isn't making money for you, and it's coming with interest that lasts on the, or is reflected on the everyday goods you need to buy, and likely the taxes that you pay. So, one could say that that falls into the category of bad debt. And bad debt, at Money Vision U, we do not like bad debt. We like good debt, meaning debt that makes us money, but bad debt, meaning debt that does not make us money, is something that those with money vision try and stay away from. It feels good, I know, to have money drop into your lap like that. You think $1,200? Great. How, how much can that really hurt me in the long run? It only looks like it really helps me. My bank account just grew by $1,200 or $2,400 or whatever your scenario may be. It's really hard to weigh the future consequences of that money, especially in the wake of the pandemic we had and the problems that COVID caused. The alternative, because you may be wondering, okay, we had this economic crisis that was probably going to happen as a result of COVID. So what is even the alternative? I mean, if we don't print money, what happens? We just lose money? Well, the alternative to the government bailouts would, yes, be no government bailout. Now, what would that have looked like? Well, that definitely could have led to some economic struggles for a lot of people and a lot of businesses having to shut down. So the question for that is, and first, obviously, that definitely stinks. You don't want anyone to have to go through bankruptcy or anything like that. That just comes with, I guess, the territory of free market capitalism, though, is you don't have bailouts and the government choosing who they're going to give money to and who they're going to not give money to. But the follow-up question if not doing any bailouts, is how bad would the economy have really gotten? That we may not ever know, because obviously we had our bailout. It is a question to consider, though. Was the short-term stimulus checks that were given worth the long-term inflation effects? And I'll say this, the government doesn't always have a good option. (laughs) They may have two options. And maybe they try and find a third option, but they don't always have great options in front of them. One side, one party's not going to be happy with, and the other side, another party's not going to be happy with. So sometimes it's just what they consider the lesser of two options and what the conviction is of, I guess, their party and the people and the voters who voted them into office. So you may be on the pro side or the con side. I'm not trying to talk you into one decision or another. Pro side may say, we couldn't have lived without the stimulus checks being pumped into the economy. The con, the con side might say that it hurt the economy, we don't need government bailouts, and we could have survived better than we thought or better than we think we would have if we didn't have these bailouts, and then we would have avoided the long-term in- inflation effects. And we really are just narrowing down the financial implications from the stimulus checks. We're not talking about COVID at all. We're talking about the financial implications. But I wanted to do this episode because 
As we look back at the 2020 stimulus packages, the question is, have you found it worth it to take the short-term loan and pay for more of your everyday items? Was it worth it? And now, in the news, we have this new $10,000 student loan forgiveness bill coming, which is the same as stimulus money. What do you think that means for the economy? And the question to ask yourself ultimately is, will the long term be worth the short term? Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at MoneyVisionU. We look forward to catching you in the next class.